You know, my boys have been asking for fat sticks. <laughs> you know, people in my shows have been calling me fat sticks. Fat sticks is going to stick. <laughs> fat sticks is sticking. It's sticking. Can, and we got a shirt. Yeah, okay, go right now. Store.ymastudios.com. Get the new fat stick shirt. Fat sticks approved. Just do it. What? Do the 20 grand. No. How much of a thrill would that be if you win that? But it's not. It's still not. It's still not? No. I mean, I mean, here's the deal. It's not a thrill if I win. But it hurts if you lose. Yeah, it hurts if I lose. So up it a little bit. What's the price? Put a hundred grand down on something. It would really hurt if I lose. It'd be fucking fun if you win that, right? And then you get to. Yeah, that would be nice. Hundred <laughs> percent. My favorite spring cleaning takeaway is the post-clean clarity you get. Wow, how have I been living like this? It's kind of like when you find out that you've been paying a fortune for wireless. When Mint Mobile has phone plans for $15 a month, when you purchase a three-month plan, more like, wow, how have I been affording this? It's time to switch to Mint Mobile and get unlimited talk, text, and data for $15 a month. We use Mint Mobile at the office, and we have been saving so much money since switching over, and setting up on Mint Mobile's website was super easy. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash bears. That's mintmobile.com slash bears. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash bears. $45 upfront payment required equivalent to $15 per month. New customers on first three months plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Come get stem cells tomorrow, man. Motherfucker. Why aren't you going to get them? They don't do, they don't hurt you. I know, but I don't know these things. I but then No, why but like I'm here's I'm the guy I'm the, I'm just as bad as the guy at the party you're like, "No man, just try it. It's fine." But it's that but we're not talking about something like that. Your 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 body naturally you're you're healing your body with this. Here's here's what happened. Okay. I you you tell me we're doing stem cells. Yeah. And then and then you're like, "Do you want to get a full blood panel?" And I was like, "Well, I thought we were just getting stem cells." But a and, blood panel is them taking your blood. No, no, no. I know. But I thought, then I started doing the math and I was like, are they going to have to make sure that I'm healthy enough? No. Because I'm not healthy enough. I mean, do you hear me right now? Yeah. No, listen. I have your agent texting me, telling me I'm on death's bed. Okay. I look like shit. I get it. Can I'm I, burning it. Both fucking ends. Can I tell him you're getting stem cells? I'm going to start drinking right now. Okay. Can I, fucking... can I tell him you're getting stem cells? No. Just stop. Let's not do it right now. Let me. But I. Am I, 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 dude, what if, like, what? I secured stem cells for you. I understand that. And there are thousands of dollars. I'll give you the money. All right. Motherfucker. You're going to feel better. For what? For way, but where? All over the place. All I know is Joe. Joe's like stem cells, stem cells, stem cells. They're great. They're great. They're great. Let me put some in your arm. I'll do it with her. Let me hold your arm down. Where is this? Is it like in a strip mall? (laughs) No. What is it? I mean, I don't know. Well, go, but, well, you're, but you're by and know nothing about okay, stem cells. Okay, okay. I'm starting Listen. to sweat. I'm starting to sweat. Listen. My blood pressure through the roof. I can't feel the side of my face because I have a fucking nasal condition. Okay, okay, okay. First I'm, of all, I'm, 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 dude, I'm losing my fucking mind. Okay, let me tell you something. Let's take a deep breath for a second. I had a deep breath. You're the one that started this. Let's, let's fucking relax. Okay. First of all, first of all, mm-hmm. I love you. I know you do. You're great. You're doing great. Everything's fine. I got these to try to help improve 
the already improved arm you you had injured. Yes. They don't hurt. They're kept 84 degrees below zero in this special freezer. So they just, let me ask you this. Okay. If you say that this is what I can do, I'll do yeah, it. Okay. I walk in tomorrow. Mm-hmm. They go, hey, Bert. Yep. I say, hey, what's up? They go, let me see the arm. And I go like this. Mm-hmm. And they go. Yep. That's it? That's it. They take blood pressure? Uh, Yeah, sure. No, I don't want them to. Okay, no blood pressure. Okay, no blood pressure. Okay. No anything. Just some stem cells. Yeah. And then I go, cool, thanks. Cool. And then I walk out. Yeah. Then I'm in. And do I don't want to do blood panels. Okay. I don't want to do blood pressure. I don't want to know where I'm at right now because I'm like not sleeping on the bus. Let I'm, me let me just tell him because he was going to give him to this sick kid. And I'm going to tell him. Well, wait, him ask, hang on, hang on. Let me talk hold to him. Get him hold, on the phone. Get okay. him on the phone. Okay. Get him on the phone. Okay. Hold on. Uh, he's not answering. Okay, we'll call yeah. him later. Let's okay. see what this later. Okay? Right, okay. 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 Hold on. You have no idea how much fucking. Well, let me just tell him. Don't give him to that kid. Hold on. <laughs> I'm fucking burning it at both ends right now. And the last thing I need on my plate is stem cells. How much do they cost? <laughs> just let's talk about something else. Um, so, uh, first of all, it was one of the rare times in all these years that. You and I got to be in one city separately working and get to hang out together. Yeah, usually our agents time it so that we're there a week apart. Oh, that's brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> but, but I don't know which agents, dumb or mine, are yours. They're like, well, Tom's going to be in Maine. Bert's going to be in Maine. Why don't we just put one of them right in front of each other? Yeah, it's fine. Why wouldn't they do that six months apart? That's what that would be logical. Yeah. I would, I would. The hope so. uh, but it was, it was nice. It was nice. Yeah. To go, it was very nice to go to dinner with you and, and your whole team. And it was awesome. You know what I realized in doing that was I do things on the cheap. Like I don't do things, like I do things on the cheap, kind of. And I and I don't need to, but I just do. It's my natural mm-hmm. instinct. Like, give me an example. Like dinner. I didn't like where we went to dinner was. You need a membership to go to, yeah. right? I would never in a million years. I would never do that. I'd be like. Where would you have dinner? I don't know. I'd say, like, let's find a good restaurant around. And I was That's like, what do you guys were... like barbecue or do you guys like... Uh... We normally have just go, let's find a great restaurant. Yeah, but, yeah. like, it was so nice. We went to this really nice restaurant, had expensive cocktails, and the conversation was awesome for me, you, and DJ Premier. So uh, people don't even know this yet who are... I mean, they might know if they pay attention to uh, Instagram, but, yeah. like, I had DJ Premier open... It was so smart. ...my Beacon show, my Hulu M- Madison Square Garden show, and my King's Theater show in Brooklyn. And I reached out to him months ago about this. I was like, I, I go, this is kind of crazy. I want to ask you something. And he was like, yeah, let's do it. And I was like, I, first of all, I just couldn't believe he said yes. And then coming up to the week, he called me like a week ago but before, and he goes, hey, just a question about the uh, those New York shows. And I'm like, yeah, what? I didn't know if he was going to be like... You know, whatever. I just was waiting for what kind of question this could be. And he goes, uh, you have like requests or can I just do my thing? I was like, uh, do your thing. Do whatever the fuck you want to do. Um, he's like, really? I go, I don't care if I don't even go on. I'll just watch you. I don't give a shit. So he's like, all right, all right. So then the shows happened. He did three different sets. Um, like, And they were all wild. But the last night in Brooklyn was definitely... The craziest he was doing shit that i love which is he would play like a hip-hop song right like like he would talk about a song like uh 10 crack commandments yeah. biggie small song yeah. that he produced and he would start with the original song 
that is that the sample was used from. That's so, so you're playing I love, this like I love his YouTube channel. Yeah, like his seventy five you know, seventies soul <clears throat> kind of song, and you're like, Oh, that sounds like and then he would construct the song that you know. So like shit like that for that, me. It was that like, is so fucking fascinating. It's rad. Yeah. It was it was awesome. And then he would do sing alongs, like he would make them sing. Like it was everything from like Pink Floyd and the Eagles and like he gave shout out to Foo Fighters for for uh, uh, the, Taylor the, Hawkins Taylor Hawkins dying and like he would he did this uh it was the 25th anniversary of a Gangstar album the fifth uh, gang so he did like a a Guru tribute a Biggie tribute in Brooklyn uh, ODB in Brooklyn, yeah. I mean it was nuts dude it was fuck and then he was like like then he brought out Jeff Tate Jeff was like he was like I don't know how am I supposed to follow this but like and he he fucking murdered. And then he brought me up. He brought me up in such a way where it was so, like, so big. Like, I've never been brought on stage to that kind of ovation that I was like, I don't, I don't think I'm ready. You, for you this. did, you did a lot of things that. Oh, there's so much to unpack here. Yeah, there was because, a lot. There was a lot because you changed. You you helped me. So, like, first of all, okay. You had DJ Premier and you had Joey Diaz. I had Joey Diaz. So wait, let's for anyone who's not in the know, Joey Diaz has was officially retired from stand up. He I we none of us could believe it because if you guys for those of you who don't know, I know a lot of people are well versed in our kind of circle of comedy podcast friends, but like you know, Joey we all kind of you know, kind of we we turn towards if we're, you know, at the end of a night, what are we going to do? And everybody has an opinion. Then we look at Joey like, you know, you tell us, yeah. right? Like, or like, what's the right answer to this thing? It's yeah. like, it's Joey. He's, he's the young, he's Uncle Joey, right? Uncle Joey. My he's daughters a, literally call him Uncle Joey. I mean, he, he's a little older than all of us. Uh, you know, he's got the wildest uh, life experience. He's got a video that's going viral every five minutes. All you need is 20 good fucking friends to take over a country. Oh, he's got, uh, yeah, he's yeah. got great, you know, perspective. He, it, it's, he's out of his mind, but. We all love the guy because he's so fucking hilarious. And during the you know the pandemic, every you know obviously we moved to Austin. He moves to like where he grew up in, in back in Jersey, which everybody was like, "Huh?" I mean, you kind of understood it. And then he you know he starts doing his podcast there. And then you know stand up was put on hold for all of us. And then we're talking to Joey, and we're like, kind of after we we're all kind of getting back on stage after a minute. It's like, what about you? And he's like, I'm done. We're like, what do you mean you're done? He's like, I'm done. It's hard. You have to have that. There's got to be something that you're, I, there's got to be something broken in you. Because that break of stand-up, yeah. a lot of people retired. A lot of people were like, I think I'm good. Yeah. And Joey was one of them. And I think Joey, what happened was they were here during the beginning of the pandemic. Yeah. And then he was like, I can't live in this box with this kid and these cats yeah, and my wife, like I got to get, I need a yard. I need a life. Yeah. And so he went over to Jersey. And also LA got fuck is so weird. LA sucks. It's so weird. I fucking hate that I live there. I well, remember. it was just, a, it was a weird time. Like that was, it, it honestly motivated, you know, my lifelong Angelino wife who had, would never leave LA to be like, yeah, yeah we, you can leave LA. And I was like, really? And so anyway, he leaves Every time I talk to him, I talk to him every few weeks. It's you know, it's usually a brief call, but I'll, he's like, he'll be like, "Done, don't want to do it. I'm, I'm over it. Not, don't miss it." I'm like, "What?" So, 
So I text. So I I texted him. So we, obviously everyone by now should know this. We're recording this a week earlier. We've announced the fully loaded festival. Mm-hmm. Fully loaded festival is um, a festival I came up with when the pandemic started, and I wanted to do at drive-in movie theaters. Yeah, I wanted to do. I want except for like all the best comics aren't working right now. Why don't we get them all on a bus and we'll all just do ten minutes? We'll all just do twenty minutes and go around and tour in outdoor theaters. And and yeah. I loved the drive-ins. I think drive-ins were a tad bit complicated. And I remember calling my agent and saying. You put me in an amphitheater, and it's a game changer. Amphitheaters are legit comedy spaces. Yeah. And he was like, what if we create our own amphitheaters? Because all these minor league ballparks are kind of like struggling right now. With Would you go in and do minor league ballparks? Put the stage on on uh, second base, fill the infield with fans, still fill the stadium with fans, concessions, day drinking, sunset. And I was like, fucking deal. So we get this offer to do eight shows. It's just such a Burt description of a good time. Yeah. Oh, dude, it's everything I love. Everything I love <laughs> about an event. And it's not too much of a bite. It's eight shows, right? Yeah, eight yeah. shows. They're like, I'm not going to say, I, look, I, I, I'm not going to break it, hurt anyone's feelings. They're like, number one person you want on this show. White Whale. It's David Tell, right? Obviously. Yeah. First offer goes to David Tell. He accepts, and as soon as the tell accepts, I'm like, holy shit. I'm like, this just became real. I start listing off everyone I want, and one of the people I wanted was Joey Diaz. And I I know that I didn't want to put him on the spot, Yeah. so I texted him. And I said, hey, man, I'm doing this festival. It's got, uh, fuck, who does, I mean, I, I, want, I want to say everyone's name to give everyone respects. I just said a tell. Um, it's got Dave Attell, Fortune Feimster, Nikki Glazer, Mark Norman, Big J Okerson, Sal Vulcano and Taylor Tomlinson. It's a Some great lineup. The biggest selling comics in the country yeah. right now. Solid. And uh, and I said, I want to add you to it. And he was like, I, I wrote a long email. You know, Joey doesn't, or a long text. Joey doesn't read it. And he goes, thank you. That's all he writes back. I don't hear from him at all. The offer expires, obviously. It's like, <laughs> we talked. And you're like, we didn't talk. And so I'm like, I'm like, fuck, I don't know what to do. So I text him again. I was like, hey, man, I'm really excited. If you want to do it, I will make it work for you. And he goes, okay. Does, no response. Yeah. And then you get him to do fucking stand-up again. Dude, so this is how. So he comes to the show. Uh, he brought uh, Jim Florentine. Yeah. And uh, my friend Sean. I go, what's Sean do? He's like, he's my jujitsu instructor. Like, he said it like, how do you not know that? <laughs> my friend Sean. I was like, okay. So... <laughs> They're backstage. I give him a, you know, I'm so happy to see him. I give yeah. him a big hug and, and you know, he's rock. He's doing his Joey rock where he's like, like this. And, yeah. and he goes, I got you some shit. And he pulls out like pills and like joints. He's like, this has got gasoline in it. You're going to fucking go to the moon. I'm like, I don't want it. Of course you want it. I go, I don't want anything from you. So we're hanging out. And I'm like, did you have this? He goes, I'm on a thousand milligrams. I'm like, you're on a thousand milligrams. I was like, yeah. <laughs> this is why I want him on that yeah. festival. And you see like <laughs> his mouth hanging open. I was like, oh my god. So we're just hanging around, laughing, and they're like, you know, it's it's the Performing Arts Center in in Newark. So you know, there's the whole staff. Oh, you got in their, Newark? Yeah, they got their earpieces in and like, like uh, uh one like, show or two shows? One show. Oh, yeah. Thank God. I did the night before you one show. You're a two show motherfucker. (laughs) Yeah, you are. Yeah. So 
I'm looking at your touring differently. <laughs> so I go, uh, I go, look. They go five minutes, you know, two minutes. And then he's like, all right, we're going to go. I go, look. I go, hey, you want to go out there? I just threw, I didn't go like, hey, would you, I go, you want to go out there? Want to go out there and do some time? He goes, what do you want me to do? I go, I want you to like open the show. And he goes, all right, for you, I'll do it. And I'm like, I turned to the guys and I was like, oh my God. Do you realize if he turns around, he starts walking to the stage. And then he's back there. He's like, what's up, dog? You know, you know me, dog. And like doing his fucking Joey shit. Yeah. And I'm like, I go, guys, they're going to go fucking insane. And they do, you know, uh, you know, the house lights. All right, house lights go, house lights. House lights go down. So the crowd goes, kind of starts to cheer. Yeah. Dark house, music down, spotlight comes on. Joey walks into the spotlight. And you hear this go, <sighs> like they go, I saw I saw the video. I recorded it. I saw yeah, the yeah. video. And I sent it to you guys. And then he came and talk he's talking like they're just cheering so loud and he's like, "What's up cocksuckers? I'm back." <laughs> and like and he goes he goes I mean, he just does his Joey thing. He's like, "You come up your karate chop you in the fucking neck." <laughs> just, you know, it was like we were all ear to ear smiling. Yeah. He's like, "Give it up. Give it up for Tom Segura. Give it up." And he's like, "My brother." And then he brings up Jeff Tate. Walks down he walks up to me, he goes, I'm going to have a heart attack. I got to sit down. <laughs> he sits down. He's like, he's like, Jesus Christ, it's coming out of my chest right now. Because he, yeah. A, is on 1,000 milligrams. Yeah. And B, hasn't been on a stage in like 19 months. Yeah, he hasn't been on stage in 19 months. And he, he said it took him like 10 full minutes to, to like come down from that. Well, he called me mm -hmm. at 8 a.m. the next day. Yeah. I answered the phone. I'm like, Joey. And he goes, I'm in, cocksucker. And I went, what? And he goes, I'm in, cocksucker. Let me know what I got to do. Just don't put me up for 40 minutes. I want to do nice, tight sets. And I was like, fucking done, Joey. So he's in. Done. And I, yeah, he's in. He accepted the offer. And then I had to text everyone and be like, Joey Diaz is in. And they're like, fuck. Because now we've already have a whole full announce set up. for. I mean, everyone's already seen it. To come out Wednesday for pre-sale. And then general on, on, on sale announce on Friday. Holy shit. And then they're like uh, general pre general admissions on Friday, and then and uh, I mean everyone, I mean all all agents, managers, everyone's texting like fucking. How did you get Joey Diaz to do it? And I was like Tom. No, I mean because you got him on, dude. When you got him, it's funny because like uh, I, when you when I saw him go on stage with you, I was jealous. I was like, I was like, God damn it! I was like, because he wasn't even returning my texts at, at a certain point, and so I was like, fuck. Then when I saw him on stage and I saw him, I was like, I wonder if this is going to change his mind. I go, this will be the deciding factor of whether or not he does it. I get Joey Diaz on the road in a tour bus. Oh, my God. For two weeks. I cannot fucking wait. I cannot wait. Just, just, I mean, like, I'm look, I'm talking just partying. The, the, the fucking list of people. This is so selfish. Because the list of people... You have multiple buses, I hope. We have multiple buses. Okay. We have multiple <laughs> Man, buses. That's a big lineup for one bus. We're going it's, to... It's kind of a... It's kind of a... I'm not saying... But I'm, I'm, we're, gonna, we're accommodating everyone. Everyone's got different accommodations. Everyone's a little different. Everyone, not everyone's me. And, but, uh, but the fact that you get to fucking listen to David Tell, that I get to do what a majority of my act, and David Tell's going to watch it and go, you know how blunt he is. Yeah. Man, I lose the shit about the, the stupid daughter. It's getting old now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I your wife sounds like a whore the way you're talking about her. You know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, just, uh, the, that's selfish for me as the greatest comics that I know get to watch my set and tell, give me notes. Yeah, notes are the best from good comics. Yeah, but um, but the fact that I get to spend, uh, you know you know my brain. It's like, not even the shows. It's like sitting in the, 
sitting in, in like the in like a skybox, right? Yeah. We'll have a skybox. Yeah. Sitting in a skybox, having cocktails before the sun sets, watching Joey Diaz or David Tell. Like that's the fucking Nikki Glazer. I would come out. I would honestly come out to watch that show. Like I would actually be upset. I want you to do it, but I can't. I, actually, like, it's, I would. I would be upset if I had to do time. If I yeah. came to that show, Why I'd be like, you, I want to watch the show. We have the. I don't. We haven't. I mean, I know the dates, but like, you should come out for. You you should come out for one. The problem is, can I just watch it? Yeah, yeah, you can. Yeah, you can. You definitely can. Yeah, yeah. I just want to go enjoy a show. Yeah, I, I would love that. I would love that. There, it's going to be so much fun. Can I tell you what we're what we're doing? Mm. I mean, we haven't announced this. I don't know if I can say this. What? I'm getting a mascot made of me. <laughs> It's It's so amazing when you deliver in such a you way, you know? Like that is So there's going to be a Burt mascot walking around? Jeans, big belly, beer in one hand that never leaves. Like with a head with, with a big head, head and yeah. a hat. <laughs> by the way that's a great hat you got and so uh thank you yeah, yeah, and yeah. so uh i said we need to get this move and i need this mascot made and they're like they're like well you gotta hire this is how stupid i am they're like you gotta hire someone to do it every day and i was like oh i'm, I'm gonna do it and they're like you're gonna do it and i was like yeah and they're like well then why don't you just not get the mascot and just walk around like yourself <laughs> and i went oh, that's a good point I was like, yeah, that, that's a good point. No, but people would be like, oh, cool, the Burt mascot. Yeah. And then it would be really fucking stupid for you to take it off and be like, it's me. <laughs> and then they're like, can you put the head back on? I uh, want to get a picture yeah, of the mascot. Yeah. Oh, here. You, need, you like treats. I love treats. Oh, please say it's something that makes me feel better. Oh, yeah. Oh, fucking donuts. Uh, what time is it? I've been fasting. Oh, it's Nadav, bad. I'm losing weight. Legit losing weight, buddy. I, uh... I lost. You ready for this? What's open that? Oh, let me see. Go ahead. Nadav. Yes. I lost five pounds on the road this weekend. Hell yeah, yeah dude. How'd you do that? Uh, honestly, I think just eating disorder. I think just uh, eating disorder. Yeah, I gotta say, I gotta tell you, they work. They work. They really deliver. Um, I would. Um, is that just? A, I don't even know. What, is that Sean Nix brought that? Is that just like a reg? Is it just an enormous? Can I just rip into it. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god! Oh, I love glazed donuts. Is that what it is? I'm gonna stay away from a lot of gluten. <laughs> <laughs> Stay away from blood. See, this is why I don't want to get stem cells. I'm a fucking mess right now. It's not going to affect that. The um, oh, this is fucking good. Got you something else too. What? Oh, What's that? It's a. Is that like a honey bun? Yeah, like a giant one. Are you fucking serious? Yeah. Yeah. There goes the fucking weight loss. You're looking good, bud. I would I would get I was intermittent fasting. Yeah. For over what 16 hours? Mm-hmm. 
And then I would only eat protein. And then I would I would eat dinner. I ate sam- I just had ordered salmon every time. I had salmon and greens. And then I would not eat at night. When everyone started making snacks at night, I just skip. wouldn't eat at night. And I had this great vape pen that his blue dream. Mm-hmm. And I would hit it until I was like like I couldn't see. <laughs> and then I just go lay in my bunk and listen to documentaries on Putin. What do you know to know about Putin? I can tell you anything. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that was awesome diet advice. That's a cool way to lose weight. Whoa. whoa. So you this lost unravels. You lost five pounds doing that? I lost five pounds. I wake up every day and I lost a pound. And I was just, it was painful. Like I didn't enjoy it. Right. Like I just wake up and be like, I don't feel like I feel starving. Yeah. I feel unhappy. I worked out every day. <laughs> I feel starving. I feel unhappy. Yeah. I guess that's what skinny people feel like. Just miserable cunts. Miserable, sad cunts. I don't know. With Anna, what's her, what's her, what's the woman that had, uh, Anna, Anna, the podcast. We all we all did it. Anna, Anna. Oh, uh, Ferris, Ferris, Anna Ferris. Yeah. Maybe this isn't great to say, but I don't think she'd be fine. She was like, I like Chris Pratt better than he was fat. Was like, she really? said that. Yeah, she was like, when he was like tur- being a movie star, he'd be turned into that thing. Yeah. He was just miserable all the time. Like yeah. he's got to be ripped. I'm sorry, Anna, if I shared secrets out of school, but like I think that's pretty common knowledge. Anyone who's in great shape is has to be miserable you can't eat anything patty patty pimbleton patty pimbleton well, the, the guy on the left does look fun fuck you know he's spencer yeah. pratt's cousin no so you know spencer pratt is is that from like the mtv the, stuff yeah the mtv they're cousins i didn't know that yeah and uh yeah. heidi montage yeah they were ma- like married yeah and and they're cousins but like who i mean who do you want to hang out with that which chris pratt do you want to hang out with by the way i don't know if like I think the this fat Chris Pratt and I would giggle a lot and get yeah, along. Yeah. The skinny Chris Pratt's like I, the skin. What was the skinniest you ever were? Like in like as great an, shape. As an adult. As an adult. I walked around at one ninety for like a couple, like a year and a half, two years, whatever. I was one eighty seven at one point, and I had to go to spin class every day and hike every day. I was I I had like a just a regular diet. I worked out a lot. Yeah, I'm working out right now. I feel good, but but I'm not happy with eating. Like right now, I'm really happy. This is yeah. really happy. Yeah, but I'm letting it go. I also am allowing a cheat day. The Rock says we need cheat days. <laughs> Do you think The Rock is cool? Like to hang out with? Do you think he's fun? I uh, he's just focused but fun. But you got to do like all the work before the fun, probably. You know what I mean? So he's probably like 4 a.m. We'll be in the gym. Then I got meetings. Then we got to go over. Then we're gonna t- talk about these scripts then we shoot something then i do this other workout then blah 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 and then it's like at night he's like you want to do a a glass of tequila with me you're like all right yeah do you think the rock licks his fingers you think he goes what are you talking about probably not like that thank god we can lick our fingers again (laughs) it's one of my favorite things post-covid so covid just went away you ever lick somebody else's fingers yeah but <laughs> not not uh like not yeah but not <laughs> was it a guy <laughs> oh i don't know what was it <laughs> oh what a fucking prison move lick my fingers lick my fingers <laughs> yeah i had one guy dehumanize me one time 
like uh, it, it was a long time ago. It was in it was a long, long time ago when I was just doing clubs. Uh huh. And it fucking sent me through the roof. He uh, put his arm around me. He was a fucking big Guido guy. We were in. I was in Jersey at, at like Borgata or one of those. Yeah. Put his arm around me. The fucking WAP capital of, the, like, of the world. Yeah. Take your fucking shirt off. And do a fucking picture. And I was like, I'm I'm not. And he goes, I'm not asking. I'm telling. And I went, no, 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 I'm not. And then he slapped me in the face a little bit. And he goes, hey, take the fucking shirt off. It's your thing. It's your fucking thing. And I was like, I don't know. I, I know I can't fight this guy. Like, yeah. I'm not. So I was like, yeah, like, all right. Shirt's coming off. I took the shirt off. And I just closed my eyes in the picture. So that was my one little. Yeah. Fuck you to him. I went like this. <laughs> Yeah, that's uh, it's humiliating. I hate people like that. Yeah, of course he's he he bullied you. It's it's humiliating. It's, it's and it's like what happened to him in life that he that's the way he behaves. Yeah, I, I have such an issue with bullying. Yeah, why not to not to go back to DJ Premier? But my one of my favorite things ever is how you came out on stage. What do you, oh uh, at the beginning? Well, yeah, I mean you told me at, when we went to dinner. You're like we went out on stage and um and. Uh, he was playing Fresh Prince, and then he went into Mama Said Knock You Out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it was like, it was the week of the Will Smith, um, Chris Rock drama. Yeah. So what he was doing, he was he would like play songs. Did, I didn't walk out to that, but he would, you know, he would have fun with the audience. Like he, he's so, you know, obviously like advanced, masterful yeah. as a DJ that he would, he would like, Make, at one point he's mixing and like building up those songs like I told you like reconstructing a song then he's playing hits and he's doing sing-alongs and he's like I want total silence everybody knows this one right you should know this right away and it was the theme song to Fresh Prince of Bel-Air so the whole audience it, would, it was like a comic yeah saying like a hard-hitting joke they would all go like oh and he would like scratch that into I'm gonna knock you out so like he was having it was like That's a comedic so thing to do too were you nervous that because um, I found this very fascinating not to we're not talking about the will smith chris rock thing we're talking about tom's very even keeled response to it <laughs> and the racial backlash you got yeah that was unexpected I, I because i it. thought i kind of thought because it was two black dudes yeah there was there was no like but it was almost like like it turned into medea like you don't talk about the yeah. family not in the kitchen yeah. you know yeah <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it got a lot. It got a lot of um, traction, so, I guess. I mean, the thing is that it got. Um, the thing is, that it people when some people were like, "Stay out!" Like, this is not your business. And my response was immediate. I was, like, I was like, "It's totally my business. It's completely. It's, it's, my, it's, it's more my. It's business. more my business than yeah. it is your business." Yeah, I, like a comedian on stage told a joke and got like, "How would that not be my business? It's only your business." But yeah, the the. The backlash to it, I, I totally did not see it coming. I thought it was, you know, people would. I didn't think. I didn't think they would. Uh, it would be this polarizing thing either, and also that anybody would have would see the other. Like when people were like, well, "That was a, a dis, like an offensive joke." I was like, "Huh? Do you understand what offensive jokes are?" And the the um, they're trying to frame it as a her disease. Can I? They're like her disease. And he was mocking her disease. I'm like, oh my god! Like the spin, the attempt, the spin that I think most people were like, 
Yeah, we're not going to buy into that. You know. Can I tell you uh, secret time? Mm-hmm. What I was told. Yeah. And I, I don't I don't know who said this, and I'm so I'm not uh, I'm not incriminating incrementing incriminating anyone. Uh huh. I heard there was a second part to the joke. Did you hear that? No. Well, I won't go into too much detail, but someone told me there was a second part of the joke, and the second part to the joke paralleled Demi Moore's relationship with Bruce Willis and her fucking younger guys, Ashton Kutcher. And that Will Smith preemptively was like, I know where this joke's going. I'm going to stop it because I'm not going to have him make a joke about my wife fucking up. But he was done with the joke. You remember that? I, that's what I thought. Yeah, yeah that's what I thought. Someone, I was in New York. Some I, I, I heard people say that uh, that the character does this and that, and I was like, yeah, but he was like, see you in that movie, in G.I. Jane 2, and then yeah. he was like, it's a that's a nice one and then he's like okay he's like ready to yeah like say like, the next thing on the prompter and he's like oh yeah it's uh it, it was bizarre to me it really bothered me the reason i bring that up is because i don't like bullies and, and i yeah. i know will obviously i've, I've talked you fucked will I, I had sex with will at planet hollywood i've yeah. talked about it on stage yeah, yeah. I, everyone knows that i fuck he fucked me in the ass him charlie mack cool mo d biz Marquee, big daddy kane they all fucked me in the ass no <laughs> please clip that out and just post that everywhere. the by the way which of these is better uh this one is am i but it's just sugar it's just oh. sugar yeah that would be great little heated it would be a cut open and then put some sandwich meat inside it sandwich meat yeah um, look i haven't eaten fucking shit in a week um but it was crazy to me. Were you nervous that DJ Premier was going to be because because Ron walked into the bus mm-hmm. and he was like, and right when it happened, it was like, yeah, that's what you get. <laughs> and I was like, huh? Because that's what you get. You say my wife's name, I smack you in the mouth. <laughs> and then I said, but it was a joke. And he goes, what are you talking about? And we go, was this like a light joke? And he goes, she's not starring in GI Jane. And we're like, wait. Hold on. You're greenlighting him, smacking him in the mouth without a joke being there? Like, you think he thought Ron thought Chris Rock was like, I'm really excited for your next project. And Will Smith goes, No, man, you don't talk about our next project. <laughs> and smacked him in the mouth. And I went, Ron, you know it was a joke. And he goes, What joke? And he was like, And we're like, Oh, you think it's okay if I just was like, Hey, Ron's wife, no, man. Smack. <laughs> And I was like, that's, we were, insane. that's insane. That's insane. Yeah. And so he's like, oh, he made a joke about it. Then definitely slap her in the mouth. And I was like, oh, my God. Okay. So I think there's a lot of people. I, I don't know. Look, I'm not going to make any fucking speculations because it because they're racial. It's it's all racial. It was like that was the craziest thing about yeah, it. I, ne- I never saw it going. I never path, saw that yeah. coming out. I thought everyone would side with the comedian. Yeah. But then, like, you know, there's the loudest voices are always like, you know, you forget like Twitter's like this little kind of <laughs> small representation of the of society but i got i got messages of support too that were pretty wild. really <laughs> i can't i can't even restate that. i'm talking about from the black community so oh, yeah i got some people well, it's, it's funny some people told me to keep my white boy like asshole fucking mouth shut and i was like okay and then some people told me how real i kept it and so <laughs> But I also was told I was hella out of pocket a lot. Hella out of pocket. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so crazy. Yeah. Wait, did uh, did <laughs> Well, there's the same people that are like su- supporting Kanye for like 
I mean, legit harassing his wife publicly. Yeah, yeah. You're not allowed to do that. But it's like, you know, you, you got to remember like when people are like, super famous, like super famous, like a Kanye or you know, Will, it's like they have like, you know, millions and millions and millions of people who identify with this person. Like, that's my guy. Yeah. And like, you know, you say anything about any, I'm sorry, it can be any, any huge celebrity. You're going to have people try to talk some shit about Taylor Swift and see like what comes your way. Okay. You know, it's going to be right, like, go. I'll go for it. I'm not gonna even fucking with it. I, mean, I I made the mistake of talking shit about Britney last week. You did? Yeah, on the podcast we talked about it. I don't well, remember. Well, me either. There's a long and, week. And boy, someone came up to me and they're like, "Just so you know, like I, like people come up and they're like, just you know, I'm Team Britney." And I was like, oh, I don't, "Me too." And they're like, "That's not what you said on Two Bears." And I was like, "What did I say?" And they're like, "I don't know. You said that, whatever." It's it's crazy to me. It's just crazy to me that like, do you remember when Stephen A. Smith? Do you remember when Stephen A. Smith, when, when, uh, I, th I think this is what happened. Um, the Ray Rice video came out. <laughs> Stephen A. Smith's first thing was, what did she say? <laughs> is that accurate? Is that accurate? Because he, he had uh, to apologize. He had to like go and do an really? apology. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, he had to do an apology. It was, it was, uh, maybe it wasn't Stephen A. Smith, motherfucker. I'm sorry, Stephen A. for that. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Just edit that out if it wasn't, but type it in and see if you can find it. <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah, you're right. You're right. It was yeah. him. It was him. What did she say to him? And you're like, nothing that deserved that punch. Man. But, like, that's, there are, there are people, white and black, that feel like hitting women is okay and hitting people is okay. Like, I don't think violence. Well, yeah, I, you see it in yeah, all those remarks, like all the the not just I'm talking about me. I'm like, but people being like, yep, like that's we got to teach these comedians a lesson. Not everything flies. You're like, what? You can't just pop people in the mouth because you don't like jokes. And the difference is that some people were like, well, you know, he's take, you don't take care of your wife. It's like they're not out to dinner. Yeah. And like somebody walked up to the table and said some rude shit. You're at a fucking show. Do you realize the rude shit you could say about Leanne before I did something? <laughs> <laughs> I'd be nodding and giggling. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Like it would have she'd have to be in tears hitting me going, "Aren't you going to do something?" Really? Before I was like, "Oh, did you want me to do something?" Yeah. Like I the last thing I think about is violence. I I would probably do it. I would be more uh, apt to defend my daughters. Yeah. But of my course. wife, I don't like my kids yeah you talk about someone's kids that's a different thing talking about kids or like yeah like like anything that would like scare one of my kids if you did something that would you know intimidate them or something i would be scared of what i would do yeah um yeah it uh, and the fucking yeah mm. but like if somebody makes a joke at a show please i i i, I found that whole thing fucking insane it's the whole thing's exhausting wait did um, you see did you see did you do big cat and kfc i did yeah what did you think it was fun it's it always fun, fun. Fuck, i mean, right? i'd never done uh um what is it pardon, pardon my, take. my take i'd never done that um which was fun he was great and then i also yeah kfc is a great time yeah it was, it was the whole thing part my take I, I i watched him gamble I, I i could watch him gamble all day yeah. long oh man we talked about how much he gambled like dollar amounts how much well he was like i think they had a, they did the hey let's cut this out of the show. really man i wonder if i could get into gambling yeah i think you could do you think it puts you to sleep at night i need something that puts me to sleep at night i don't know about that i think it's probably pretty exciting 
Probably it's a rush. I've gambled. I've gambled. The Nadavos. It keeps you awake. The feeling of the feeling of <laughs> Nadav knows the feeling of um the uh. Did you ever play poker at all? Terrible. I I don't. I it's not for me. So I I played poker for a little bit. I got invited to poker when I when. I played like once, didn't know what I was doing, and someone was like, "When you come to the poker thing tonight?" And I was like, "Yeah." And I go to a house in L.A. and it's a legit poker yeah tournament, and I'm like, like all in. They're like, "This fucking guy's aggressive." <laughs> and then like, like by the third hand, they're like, "Do you play poker?" And I was like, "I guess I'm learning today." And they're like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> like everybody was like, "This fucking asshole." So wait, does um so there's a feeling. When you have, it's called the nuts. It's like the best hand. And I, I tried to put this in a joke that I have, and it doesn't work. So not enough people gamble, I guess. But when you have the best hand, and you're watching other people try to read you, and you already know you've won, but you want them to not know you've won. Yeah. I mean, it's such an, an authentic gambling experience. But that feeling you have, Nadav, you know the feeling in your heart. Feels better than it, everything. It feels better than alcohol. It feels better than a first kiss. It feels better than sex it feels better than everything you've ever felt i i imagine wow i imagine heroin must feel like that because i'm telling you dilaudid feels pretty fucking good i've had dilaudid doesn't feel as good as this i'm telling really? you when you know you have the nuts and someone's and and like you 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 get you get like uh two kings and the flops king ace ace and you just go and you're like oh my god there's nothing suited on the board you're like motherfucker and then they start dropping two seven and you watch this guy ace ace would be the nuts in that scenario no 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 because you have two kings so you right i mean if even another person had an ace they'd have to have four aces to beat a a full house right and those are the nuts what the the nuts are the best possible hand, so four aces is the best possible hand. Yeah, right, right, right. Okay, so let's just say you have four aces. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I haven't played poker in a while, but uh, right now poker people are like, "What the fuck is he talking about?" Oh yeah. Um, but uh, but it's such a great fucking feeling, and uh, I I'm I'm I miss it. I don't really gamble anymore because this is gonna sound unrelatable, but it I, I I'm not willing to bet enough that it would mean something to me. So like like I'm not willing to like in order for gambling to mean something to me I'd have to put the whole check that I made that night on the table right and then I, and then, you need the rush yeah the rush is what you need yeah so like I I was at a I was at a casino uh, the last time I was at a casino I was with I was I, I don't even remember where I was I must have been the, oh I was in uh, Vegas at the Virgin uh, Hotel and uh, I went over Nadav you're gonna lose your shit on this I went Can't over. Wait. I had 150 bucks. Oh my god! Okay, I had a hundred. Thought you were about to say 150 thousand. No. <laughs> and I and I couldn't get the rush of winning back. I couldn't feel yeah, it. Yeah. And so I thought I'm going to just put it all on, all on a number. And and so I put a hundred on eleven, and I put fifty on black. No one was at the table. She spins it. She's this. She has to wear a mask at the time. And it hits 11. And 11 also a black number. And she, I won roughly like $4,000 or something. And she 
looks at me like this and goes, no one's there, right? I went, she goes, what? And I said, we only know about this. And it, I still didn't have the feeling. I didn't have the rush. Yeah. It, not, I'm not saying that $4,000 doesn't mean anything to me, but I was like, you know what meant something to me? Mm. She puts all the money over, and I grab $1,000, and I give it to her. And she goes, <gasps> I was like, it's yours. I go, we won together. And she was like, and she walked off. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, yeah. Dude, I, that, but I, I, I haven't felt that. In order for gambling to mean something, it needs to, it needs to, it needs, you, you need to have stakes in it. You, I, need, you like, have to. Have, I saw <clears> this guy, <throat> um, what's his name, famous actor, was it? But Matthau, Walter Walter Matthau, yeah, is that his name, yeah, yeah, he's the, guy. the comedy guy. He was, yeah. like he was in the comedy movies. He um he was a gambler, right? He liked to gamble. Uh, yeah, him. And you know, he said in this interview, what he goes, it has to hurt. Yeah, it has to hurt. If if like to the wager, if you lose it, it has to hurt for you to feel the thing. That's that's how he's because they were like talking about amounts. He's like it just it just has to hurt. So that varies. That's a different number for for different people, obviously, you know. So, but I get it. Ooh, like that's ooh, what, yeah. ooh, that just gave me my it yeah. gave me a second where I went. I don't want it to hurt. Yeah. Well, you you don't want it to hurt, but like for it to be because the whole thing I I liken it to sports when people go like, you know, do you like watching sports? If you're the whole thing about sports is being emotionally invested. Yeah. So if you're not emotionally invested, you never get the full thing. Like your team winning a championship, going crazy, you only feel like that, like really crazy, if you are like a ride or die for that team. Yeah. And you got to feel like the the losses and the bad times. You know? Oh, wow. So like if you're not emo, like you're, that's that's as a fan of something. If you're into gambling. Like to really get the rush, it's got to be a wager that hurts. For some people, you know, that's twenty bucks. For some people, it's a thousand. For some people, it's a crate. Like it's just got to be amount that that you're actually. That means that like if you win it, you're like, holy shit! I just want this much money. Yeah. And the loss has to be like, fuck! I should not be doing this. So then, what do you think Michael Jordan did? Because he he would casually he would cat like he would play around a golf for like quarter million. You know, he would he would go to the tables and do $10,000 hands. That's what, like, you know, uh, that even that probably doesn't hurt. And I'm sure that there's games where he's played seven figures. My favorite thing to do is go into a casino with it was one that I performed at. Hit that first one. Yeah, 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 yeah. 36-hour gambling. Let's see, Michael Jordan and uh, make it bigger again. Scroll. Uh, when Mike calls, the buying goes up a little higher. It's going to be a number that everybody has to bring to the table. I'd say twenty thousand just to get in. If you don't have twenty thousand to get in, you can't even play. Mike was competitive. I remember one time we played spades for thirty six hours. We were playing against two other guys, and Mike and I were partners. They had us behind nine hundred thousand. Oh my god! Yeah. Oh my god, that hurt. That would hurt. Nine hundred. Twenty thousand would hurt to buy in. Because you know that once you get into for twenty thousand, yeah, the number just starts climbing. Of course. And uh, let's say scroll. So how did that game end? I was leaving for Boston in a couple of days, so I had about a hundred thousand cash. I was always a cash person. MJ had about two hundred grand on him, but he sent for five hundred thousand. The other guys we played against had money too. They had us down nine hundred grand. We got back all the money except for twenty thousand. Mike did not want to see them win twenty thousand. They ended up winning one hundred and eighty thousand. 
Because scroll, up, scroll, up, up. scroll up, up. Because he got too tired. He was falling asleep at the table. When Mike, when Jordan needed the half a million, he actually sent his nephew to retrieve the money out of his golf bag and bring it to him. <laughs> Walker, Walter, Walker said that Jordan instructed his nephew not to let Jordan's wife see him getting the cash. <laughs> Don't let my wife oh see my me God. pull half a million dollars out of my shit in my trunk. Holy shit. Man, oh that is God. That is fucking. But see, he that's what gets him his juices going. That amount. That's insane to me. Yeah. I don't have that. I don't I definitely don't have Dude, that. Dude, his golf bag. I, I I mean, do you remember when we we got how much did we get when we did that two bears live in fake money? I don't even remember. It was like $400,000. It's a lot of fucking like fake stuff. Yeah. yeah. I could I mean, I I definitely I don't, yeah. You're my, a real fucking legit gambler if you have like stashes and, and you know what I mean? Like, yeah. hey, I need cash now. Where? It's like in my golf bag. Open the trunk of my seven series and there'll be a golf bag in there. You know where most people put balls? There's like $1.6 million in there. Go ahead and pull out 500000 How big is, how heavy is this golf bag? <laughs> He's walking around with $500,000 in it. The it's, funny thing is, that's probably $500,000 that Mike has won off of other people. Over the years playing oh, golf. Bet. Yeah. He's like, hey, man, don't forget that 100 grand. You go get it right now. My favorite thing to do in a casino that I've performed in is go over to a table full of fans that just saw the show. Yeah. And put out 100 bucks on the, or 1,000 bucks on the table and go give everyone 100 bucks, but bet recklessly with it and watch people just go, fuck it. Put it all on and up, like, and watch people, and yeah. then they can keep it. Yeah, no one's ever walked away winning with that. But no. I do it every time. Every time I go to a casino, I can put a thousand bucks on the table. Great, I, mean, I love it. I did it one time. The first time I did it was right after I got back from Serbia. Yeah, and I and we they had a private table for us, and so it was just like all the people that had been in the movie that were out there, and and some my cousins and stuff. And so I gave I put a thousand dollars. I gave everyone hundred bucks. I was like bet recklessly, and everyone lost it on the first roll. <clears throat> really? Yeah. And then I pull out another thousand bucks and Leanne's like, what the fuck are you doing? And I go, I like, I like to watch people be happy. Yeah. Like that's the fun thing is like, I don't, it, it, I mean, if I put a thousand bucks down and I won a thousand bucks, I'd be like, cool. You know, like, not, I mean, I'm not saying that I'm like super rich or anything, but it just doesn't, the action isn't there. 20 yeah. grand's the action and I'm not willing to do it. Do it. No. Yeah. Why not? Just do it. What? Do the 20 grand. No. How much of a thrill would that be if you win that? But it's not. It's still not. It's still not. No. I mean. I mean. Here's the deal. It's not a thrill if I win, but it hurts if you lose. Yeah, it hurts if I lose. So up it a little bit. What's the price? Put a hundred grand down on something. It would really hurt if I lose. It'd be fucking fun if you win that, right? And then you get to. Yeah, that would be nice. <laughs> the fun would be. Here's the fun. Is to yeah. do it in front of Leanne, because I like watching people happy, but I also like watching people panic. <laughs> so I have Leanne come to the table, and she's like, "What are we gonna bet?" And I go, 200,011. Don't don't take it away." And watch Leanne go, "What?" And I go, "Babe, if we win, what do we get? Two hundred thousand on eleven. We get like a million dollars." This is roulette. I love roulette. Man. I love roulette. She would grab that off the table, right? Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh. Oh, 35 to one. Yeah. It's, I thought it was 36. 35 to one. That's when I won a hundred bought dollars. I walked away with like fucking four grand. I didn't walk away wow. with it. Wow. $200 would be $750,000 $700, something. 
$200 would be $700,000. Wait, that's not 35 times the amount. Two thousand, two $200,000? $200, $200, would times be, 35? Would be seven yeah, million. million. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Wait. Is that right? Seven million. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Seven million. Can we talk Jesus about Christ. can we talk about this is gonna sound Dude, you gotta do that. <laughs> if I had done it that night, I would have been a fucking big winner. Let me tell you something, hundred bucks didn't that didn't give me the rush. Didn't give me the rush. Do two hundred grand. I, that would hurt so bad. <laughs> and your odds are thirty five to one. Oh my god. And you know you're not gonna hit it, so <laughs> Just two hundred thousand on black. By the way, can you imagine the argument you'd have afterwards if she if if she walked up just as they were like, and no more touching the table, <laughs> and she's like, "What'd you do?" And you're like, "It's two hundred thousand dollars." Why don't Why don't the casinos we play at make us offers like this? Okay, yeah. Here's the deal: I can pay you your normal rate, or I can double it and you get it all in chips. And you got to put I'll double it, but you got to put it all on black. Okay, let's try. It. I do it once. I do it once. Yeah. I do it once. I'd be real pissed if it didn't hit black. <laughs> Can we talk about how genius Kanye is? What? This is Kanye's hoodie, and it is my favorite hoodie I've ever worn in my entire fucking life. This is? Life. It is so comfortable. There's some donut stuff on it. So that's what I was like. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Kanye's sense of fashion is so comfortable. Yeah. This hoodie is, it's it's heavy as fuck. It's like a fucking, it's like a like a thunder blanket. Yeah, and it's got a hoodie sewn inside out inside this hoodie. So you're wearing really two hoodies, but you're getting the best part of both hoodies. This part is on the inside also. Oh really, dude? And it's so heavy, and the fucking thing comes over so fucking much. Where'd you get it? Uh, I got it at a sneaker shop. Got a sneaker shop in. Uh, Somewhere I don't forget what it was in New York. No, I don't, no, no, not in New York. But uh, did you go shopping in New York? No, really. I worked the whole time. How do you not shop in New York? I work. All I do is fucking work. I don't have. I like. I have. I'm, I think I'm becoming compulsive about it because like I went to New York. I did podcasts. I did three a day. I was out until one in the morning. Jesus Christ. Yeah, but I but I I enjoy it. But I, I feel like there you know, it's a point of diminishing returns because like at a certain point everyone's like. Oh, I guess he's out in New York, you know, and so like they yeah. don't want to tune in to see you anymore. But um, but uh, Yeezys are comfortable as fuck. His yeah. slides are comfortable as fuck. Yeah, everything he does. Did you see the the movie, uh, the documentary Genius on Netflix? I have not, and I, I know everyone's told me I need to watch it. Dude, it is so it. amazing because you're watching a That's guy. That's it. It's right? so comfortable, dude. It is so comfortable, and it. And by the way, this one's a double XL. I'd get an XL, but this is. A, I, I got a double XL because I was like, I don't. I don't want to be, dude. Wake up on the bus, throw it on. I put it on every fucking day, and it's comfortable as fuck. Here's the thing about Kanye that is fucking fascinating. You watch this genius, and it's a documentary he was making about himself before he, he was, was famous. Yeah, and you're thinking only a lunatic. Yeah. Would do that. I did that oddly enough. Yeah, yeah. But only a lunatic. You did do that. I actually did do that. And that never came out. No, it never came out. Yeah. Why got, didn't that come out? Uh, I, I, I think we. I don't rec- actually know. I, I really, honestly, don't know. Um, I think. Well, we didn't have a buyer. No one wanted it at first, and then they were like, 
well, what do we do with it? And I think the guy, I think the other, we had a conversation about money or something and mm-hmm. it got, we never signed contracts to begin with. And that was a fucking problem. And, uh, and so we just had to fucking just kind of put it on. So Paul, it'll come out when I die. I'm sure. Well, don't like you need a, uh, what's it called? It's like, a fascinating documentary. Well, yeah, it's about you. What's I was amazed. I was amazed. <laughs> No, but it's 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 fascinating because it's at the moment where uh, the machine story starts to get traction in my mm-hmm. career. So you watch me go from like on my travel channel and I'm not selling tickets to people showing up to my shows going, the machine. And it's me dealing with all of that at that time going like, not when it went viral, but before that when I first, and it's got, I mean, it's, it, it deals with if a lot you of were, If you were to release that now, would you have it update? Like, would you build, if you had that now, like, let's produce them. Would you, excuse me, like build it like of since then, or just have that be a piece from then? I think I it just would... I just have it be a piece from then. Really? Yeah, yeah, because it's really fascinating. Well, maybe it should be like a like a two part thing then, right? If if you were, I would, I would, I, I mean, we've been shooting footage. I've been shooting footage pretty much straight. I mean, I have so much footage of myself; it's ridiculous. Yeah, but that's fascinating because it is, um. It's an interesting period of my life because Push is in it um, because we all went to Amsterdam. and That's right. We're shooting a documentary in Amsterdam. I'm working for Travel Channel. I'm kind of, but but there's also a, what the one of the interesting parts is a, me, and a, me and a friend, you know, um, had a big falling out during that documentary. And during it? During it. And it's all covered in that documentary. Oh. And so it's, it really is a fascinating documentary. But the problem is now is like, I don't know, like I, I would buy the I, I I would just buy it from them, and then I would hold on to it so I could control where it went. But now it's not going to go anywhere because we need all three of us to agree. They wouldn't and do that. I don't think they would. I, I think I don't. I th- I think I'm not certain. I can't speak for him. I talked to one of the guys. One of the guys and I were really close friends. Um, and then the other guy, uh, oddly enough, got into stand up during the making of the documentary. He fell in love with stand up. Started doing stand up, but he still does stand up. Really? Yeah, he's a stand-up. He's a stand-up now. And they won't they won't sell that to you? No, I don't think they want I don't think it's in their best interest to sell it to me cuz they own part of it also. And they, and I think they realize that whatever I buy it from, I'm sure I could turn around and sell it for more because I own it. And oh. and so um I don't know. I so I think we're just going to be stuck in this kind of middle ground forever, you know. Mm. And so, but I I mean no hard feelings to either of the guys. I think so much time's passed, but it was like uh there was some weirdness at, at one point. Yeah, of course. It's there always is. I, I I this documentary on Kanye is fucking fascinating because you watch him. He's doing a documentary about himself, and then he gets in that car accident, and he has his deal at Rockefeller. You watch Dame Dash kind of blow Kanye, really legit blow Kanye off, and you watch Kanye do things that would kind of bother you in the entertainment business. Like he like he's in the studio with Jay Z and he's like, "Yo, let me spit a verse on there." And Jay Z's like, "All right." And he goes in and he kills it. Jay Z's like, "Oh shit!" Like I and Jay Z's like, "Man, a, a shut mouth doesn't get fed." God damn it! You're if you hadn't said anything, you wouldn't be on this. And then you see how much he idolizes Jay Z. But throughout this documentary, he gets in the car accident. He's out in L.A. He gets in the car accident, and then he decides that he's gonna do the song through the wire. And you you watch him. 
say, what if we did it and we used all this documentary footage we have to play throughout the music video? And then I think the theme of the thing is we'll play this song for the best people in the business and watch their reaction and get their reactions. I mean, it really is. I mean this in the best way. It's the the most, I mean, it's got to be the most frustrating broken brain to be around because he's just very singularly focused. Yeah. Well, that's why he's who he is though, right? Like yeah. And, and, and he is genius. I mean, his beats when he, I mean, he was just, he was just next level. He was ahead of everyone else, yeah. I, in my opinion. And then when you go, that same guy, and I'm watching this and I go, that same guy created this hoodie. Like that same guy created the most comfortable shoes I own. That same guy is like, it's crazy to me. Dated Kim Kardashian, the baddest bitch on the planet. Married her. Married her. Has four kids with her, man. He has four kids with her? Yeah. I mean, I just, Kanye really is a fucking fascinating dude. Sure, of course. I mean, he's, he's like, he, and his, I love when he talks. I love when he talks and he goes, I told you I'm God. You asked who I was. I told you I'm God. And you're like, and people yeah, are Yeah, I think like, you have to have that level of delusion to do all those. Like, to do, to yeah. be that great, yeah. you've got to be delusional. Yeah. You've got to be kind of delusional. He did a fashion show. He did like a fashion show and revealed his first, his next album together in Madison Square Garden, sold it out, and everyone was like, it was genius. And you're like, I would never have the balls to think that way. Nah, I think you would. No. Yeah, you have pretty crazy ideas. I have crazy ideas. I do have crazy ideas. Yeah. I'm making a, man, a mascot of myself. <laughs> there you go. By the way, I bet Kanye's thought of that. Yeah. I, actually, I take that back. The cover of fucking The College Dropout is him yeah, in a mascot, mascot outfit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck, what if I'm Kanye? Dude, let me tell you something. Fucking right now. I'll tell you right now. Yeah. Fucking someone starts dating Leanne, I would probably do the exact same thing Kanye's doing. What would you do? I'd lose my shit. I'd lose my shit online. I'd do it very publicly. I'd threaten the person online. I'd give them a nickname. I would probably... Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I can't believe it. I'm sitting here celebrating Kanye, realizing I'm Kanye adjacent. Would, you, would, it, would, it, would it be crazy to you if it was a comedian that she started dating? Name the name. <laughs> name the name, and I'll tell you what I'd do. <laughs> Well, actually, see, for him, it's he's a musician. So for you, actually, should be a musician. What if you're, what if she started dating a musician? You're name, the comedian. Name it, John Mayer. Oh, ooh. <laughs> of course, she dated John Mayer. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. Of course, the same guy that's tried stand up a few times, Leanne would find him a fucking hilarious She'd be like he is so because he probably has like the softer jokes he's like yeah. you know like uh you know what's up with what's up with uh fucking i mean like just the dumbest take on something <laughs> i can't even think of a dumb take on yeah, things yeah. I, no offense to john mayer but <laughs> oh, fucking shit. i would fucking lose i by the way i what if he texted you from the bed like hey he's like i'm in bed with Leanne. I'd murder him. <laughs> I'd murder him. I'd, just so you know, John Mayer, if you're watching this, fucking, for real, I'm not even fucking around. Hands off, okay? Hands off. I don't even want to meet the dude now. I like the guy until yeah. now. And now I don't even want to fucking meet him. Yeah. I don't even want to meet him. He didn't do anything. I don't even fucking want to talk about him. You know what? I already have said a thing about John Mayer. Yeah, now yeah. I got a real thing about him. Yeah. John Mayer, you can fucking. 
Dude, that's crazy that even in imaginary worlds, I get, I'm like, because you know, I, I know what side of the bed he's on. Yeah. And I go. And also, you know, not to leave Leanne with him for like, a she long would time. be, how old's John Mayer? She would be head over heels for John Mayer. If she met him right now? Head over fucking heels. And, we, and John Mayer, oh, yeah. 44 years old. Good luck fucking a 50 year old John Mayer. You're not ready for what she brings to the bedroom, big guy. What if it were Jake Gyllenhaal? Oh, I'd fucking, I, I. She was. She's a pretty be, handsome guy. No, man. John Mayer is the perfect example. Oh, really? Because, yeah, because John Mayer has done stand up, and he's friends with all the stand ups. And that's right, he is. Yeah. So he, it would be adjacent. Like she get it, and I'm no side on John Mayer, but I'm, I'm sure his, his takes are sometimes, you know, middle of the road takes on comedy. I don't think he's like. I don't know. Well, he's I'm not doing, doing specials. Right. Well, he's not a he's not a stand up. No, he does stand up. No, no. I'm saying like he is not a he's a very famous, very talented musician who's funny. Who I'm sure at his shows is on mic all the time, and he has and, uh, and, at, and the, his, his, at the his, store they've put him up. Yeah, like, yeah. And she would sh her sense of humor is so John Mayer, like what she likes when I tell a joke and she's like, I don't get it. She would never say that to John Mayer. She'd be like, Now that's funny. <laughs> And and John Mayer would never ask her it's about me, it's, and she would never talk about me, and I'd just be dead. I would be dead if I didn't speak up for myself. I would be dead. They would be like, "We're moving forward," and I'd be like, "Hold <laughs> on, I'm right here." <laughs> Whoa, what the fuck are you doing to me? <laughs> I, I got to take this Kanye hoodie off. I'm fucking turning into him. Uh, you're just visualizing it. Um, so, do you think? Uh, holy shit! Yeah, isn't that demoralizing too when your when your lady is like? loves a, a joke that you're like that's what you like there's a comic when president barack obama got elected mm -hmm. um there was a comic who said uh well, we have a black president in the white house is air force one gonna have spinners on it and leanne laughed and i went what the fuck are you doing I like, it's not funny it's not funny at all she went well no the, the you know black guys have the, the wheels that spin so like on the plane when they have those i mean it's funny it's and funny then aren't you like it. how do i love you I remember there were a couple comics that she, she did not like Zach Galifianakis. She was, yeah. did not like Daniel Tosh. And I was like, hold on. These are like, they're legit hilarious dudes. Yeah. And she didn't like, she watched all Daniel Tosh and she was like, she was like, I get it. I get it immediately. And I was like, you get what? She's like, I get it. I get where his angle's at. I get it. And I was like, hold on. Just stop getting it. It's he's telling jokes. Just laugh at them. And she's like, well, I can't. I mean, I already know where he's going. I get what? It. She said the same thing about fucking Jesselnik. She's like, I get it. And I was like, you can get it, but still enjoy it. Yeah. And with Zach, Zach, she didn't like Zach, and she was doing the same things, arms folded. And then he told one joke that turned it, and she and she then she fell in love with him. He said his one joke was, um. You know it's time to do laundry when you get out of the shower and dry off of the shoe. <laughs> and I just fucking, she was like, ah, that's a good one. That's good. That's good. Okay, this guy's funny. I the piano to, thing's bothering me, but oh, I, this guy's yeah. funny. Christina used to get uh Christina would get mad if um at me because I used to go, uh, hey, I know that if I run a, a a new joke idea by you and you disapprove, like you don't like it, I go, I know it's gonna kill. And she was like, excuse me. I'm like, yeah, if you don't like it, then I know it's good. 
And she's like, that's yeah. not true. And I was like, no, it's kind of true. <laughs> and and she would get upset. And I was like, no, I told, and I would run through these jokes. And I was like, you didn't like this one. You didn't like this one. She goes, I didn't say I didn't like it. I go, I could see it in your fucking face. Mm-hmm. You didn't like it. And so that's when I was like, that's to be a good one. That'll be a good one. People will like that. She's, Leanne's brutally, I don't know. I, I mean, I've told jokes. Like I have a joke in my special and she goes, I get it. Move on. And I'm like, huh? She goes, I get it. Move on. We get it. We know where we're going with this. You're taking too long. Next one. And you're like, the fuck? Like, I want to say to her, you've never done stand-up. Like, how are you so confident in your opinion? Yeah. I think maybe that's why her opinion is confident, though. Because my opinion, Christina's, yours, as comics, we actually, we know to have doubt. Yeah. Because we do it. I remember. I I think people who don't, who've never done it, they're, they're at, that makes sense to me now that I've been around it so long. I go, oh, like the people who have no fucking idea what they're talking about yeah. will feel like secure in like this and not that. Whereas people who actually do it kind of move in and out and they go like, oh, you know what? Maybe or maybe this or maybe that. Like it's not not as certain. Yeah. I, I uh, yeah. You have but to have doubt. I'll tell I'll tell her a joke. Like so they were, we were telling there's this uh, New York comic, I don't know his name, so I won't tell his jokes, but, but they're very, very funny jokes. Mm-hmm. And a couple of them have to do with uh, with um, fucking animals. And Leanne just can't wrap her head around that. And she's like, and I'm just like, it's not real, Leanne. He's not really fucking his cat. Yeah. And she's like, well, it's not funny. And I'm like. I have some animal fucking stuff I'd like to show her. <laughs> I'm an animal I mean, fucking joke in my special. Yeah, I have I have animal fucking jokes and I have videos also. Really? Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> not me. I'm not fucking the animals. You but, know what it is? You know what's crazy? What? So uh so the girls will text each other. Yeah. And they'll text each other on Instagram. They'll DM each other, Leanne and Island, Georgia. And then they'll come down and they'll go, um, Hey, did you get that one? And they'll like, that was hilarious. And then I'll be like, wait, I wanna what is yeah. like what's hilarious yeah how come i'm not included and they're like you wouldn't get it and i was like i want to get it like I'm, I'm a comedian i'll get it like send it to me i have a good sense of humor and then they included me on one and it's just like a cat like sitting in a dryer like and then i'm like what the fuck i don't get it like yeah and they're like exactly you don't get it dad you don't like cats and i go no yeah. i like cats but so it's in the dryer is that like a joke and they're like dad and i'm like oh is it because you wash your clothes get the cat hair off it and then it's ironic and they're like dad and i'm like all right fucking take me out of the thread yeah so i now i I send them um uh uh videos of uh of like thorns coming out of people's feet and people shaving skin off feet yeah uh people taking toenails off and like all this shit i like pimple poppers island i share pimple popper videos all the time i like to bully i like to bully people who laugh at shit like that like and especially if i'm close to them I like to make them never want to talk to me again. I'll show you exactly what Leanne like the cat out of the dryer. I would absolutely humiliate anybody in my family who sent me that. Dude. Like they'll be like, I guess we should maybe not have a relationship. I sent them the video. Did you did we get the video of uh of typical night in in Worcester in Worcester and the fucking guy runs over the guy on the motorcycle and then yeah. like, I sent that to Leanne and yeah. George on the island. They're like this is, it makes me sad. And I was like, no, it's fucking awesome. I don't know if that it's awesome. It's some wild it's shit. Wild as fuck. <laughs> some wild as fucking shit. Yeah, it was wild. All right, I got to take a shit. All right, I got to pee. Um, 
And now I really can't shit in the women's room anymore? You can't just shit in, the, shit in the men's room. Why can't you shit in the men's room? Okay, because we all shit in there. I'd like to have my own private bathroom. There's multiple stalls. And okay. you cannot shit in the women's room. Heather's here. No, I can. I actually can. No, I mean, I, I thought you meant you I, You couldn't do it. I, I dare you. I no, like, no, no. I don't dare you. I'm yeah. saying it's now a violation, so please don't do that. What was the thought process behind uh, bringing in more people? Uh, she does all our social media stuff. Does she really? Yeah, she's great at it. That's why the promos have changed. You notice the promos are different. Now? They went into vertical. No, it's like there's a whole like there's different amounts of them. There's new fonts. There's new text. She's like no. new re- releasing highlight. Yeah, there's all kinds of stuff. I haven't. Happening. I haven't been. I've been. All right, I'm gonna go take a shit. All right. I love uh, you guys. I love you, Tom. Love you too. Bert and Tom. Tom and Bert. One goes topless while the other wears a shirt. Tom tells stories and Bert's the machine. There's not a chance in hell that they'll keep it clean. Here's what we call. Two bears, one cave. No scripts, a bit of booze, amateur protology. Dirty jokes, raunchy humor, no apologies. Here's what we call Two Bears, One Cave.